Yeah. All this Fendi and Gucci is goofy. LB Council, you tell them to sue. Rolex, AP, ain't Y'all follow, need that, need us. Almighty, black dollar, black dollar. So we were talking about closing the wealth gap. Like, what does that look like for African Americans? Like, we, we know people get money. We see Tyler Perry, uh, you know, Jay-Z, Oprah, uh, Beyonce. We, we see these people get money. And, uh, and the majority of us won't be in their shoes because we're not them. But what is closing the wealth gap for everyday African Americans? What does that look like? How do we benefit from that? Um, well, for us, it's that education, it's exposure, and mm -hmm. it's, you know, taking us all right. above that poverty line that we're at now. Mm -hmm. um, and that's essentially what we have to do. I mean, of course, you know, you, know, you can't save everybody. Right, that's right. Um, but we do need to elevate as a whole. And I think, mm -hmm. you know, we've been too comfortable mm -hmm. seeing individual successes. Yeah, okay. And not community growth. Um, and that's this is one of the things that I have an issue, and I think that boils down back down to you know the ownership deal. Right. You know, is you know when you own more companies, right. you can hire more individuals. You can dictate the same way. You know, there's nepotism and everything right. else that exists in this world. We don't have any nepotism because we don't own anything, so we can't even explore that right. because we don't own the company. That's right. You know, they own the company, so they can continue to perpetuate that. And and it's I don't I don't necessarily even blame people because at the end of the day. Right. Who wouldn't take care of their family before they took care of someone else? We just have to adopt that mindset and start doing it ourselves and not let outside communities mm -hmm. feel like we're not we're doing them a disservice. I feel all too often that I tell people all the time, look, I'm pro-black, but that doesn't mean I'm anti-white. Right. So, so man, disservice means like if we're looking, you're searching for a black-owned business. It don't mean that I'm, I'm trying to hurt your business. It's Correct. just I'm trying to look out for my Yeah, people. I mean, because my community needs help more than your community. Right. Like, you know, at the end right. of the day, you know, they operate the same way, right. it's just not forced. When right. they walk outside of their door in the morning, mm. when they drive down the street, 99.9% of the businesses mm. are, just say, white owned. Right. We walk out the door and drive down the street, That's right. less than 1% of the businesses are black owned. So, mm. you know, them supporting their community, right. they don't have to think about it. They do it subconsciously, it's not even right. an issue. We have to purposely do it because there are not as many black owned businesses. So we right. have to be more strategic. We have to be, you know, pro-black from that standpoint. That's why for me, you know, I'm not a fan of, I don't, I never tell someone to sacrifice quality of service. Right. Now we do have to, as a community, we do have to be better, be elite, be professionals. Right. You know, be the best that we can be in our possible crafts and continue to strive for greatness. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about that. But at the same time, you know, for me, right. if I can hire an attorney, real estate agent, um, tailor, you know, on service, right. housekeeper, whatever it is, if I can find somebody that looks like me that can do right. the job. I'm working with them. them on. That's right. Point blank period in discussion. Right. It's not even a conversation for me. I'm like, look, if it's even, if they can do the job just as good, right. it's not even gotta a conversation. Do, gotta, gotta do the, gotta do the job now. We right. can't we can't right. sacrifice service. Right. So if, if you can do the job, you know, for me, uh, you know, my tailor's black, my attorney's black, my CPA is black, you know, my business partner's black, my company is 100 percent black right. owned. And I don't apologize for that. I think we right. have to we have to be bold in that and not be afraid that we're going to offend someone. Right. Because they're not uh, you know offended by anything that they do. Right. You know you can't expect someone who's never helped you mm. to all of a sudden start helping them. Right. You got to help yourself. So I'm just a proponent of you know doing that, and we have to take those steps to say, look, mm. I can't worry about what they're giving me or not giving me. Right. What can I do to put not just myself, right, but put also others in a better position? And it was one of those things I I tell people is that. You know, I say you have to be careful because 
you know, both God and the devil can bless you. Oh. You know, it's, and it's funny. People are like, man, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, you have to be very careful. I say, well, you know, God gives you a blessing. Right. It's not going to be just for you. Mm. It's going to be benefit to those around you. Right. It's going to bless more than just yourself. It's going to be bigger than you because God right. doesn't give you something just for you. He right. gave you a gift to share. We're mm. all blessed to be a blessing. Right. And that's the way I operate. Mm. But the devil can give you material and worldly right. gifts. So the devil will give you that car that mm. you may not really be in a position to be before just yet. Ooh, I've been down there. But he'll give it to you anyway. Right. But all it's doing is really keeping you in bondage. Mm. It's keeping you tied to that car, wrapped up in... What that what you feel like that car brings to you from a worldly perspective, where right. I get attention from the ladies, right. the guys respect it because they know I'm on my game. Right. Well, but that's really keeping me in the same place that I'm in right now today. It's not elevating me, and I, I say that because I, I I've experienced that personally. And you know, I had a time, you know, back in the day where uh, I had to escalate, for mm -hmm. example, and I was like, man, I was driving. It's probably spent a thousand dollars a week in gas. Mm. I mean, I was running all over the southeast. I mean, I'm traveling mm. on the road every day. And I was like, man, this don't make no sense. Right. I was like, I'm spending way too much money on gas. Mm. And so I I went, I traded the car in, right. and I got a hundred Genesis. Okay. You know, I'm like, I can put 87 gas in it. It's right. gonna save me seven hundred dollars a week. Right. You know, and I went and did it, and people were like, Man, you good? <laughs> they were like, Do you yeah. alright? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm making a smart decision. Right. Like this is the best thing for the time because I'm running on the road, I'm up and down. Like me and my wife actually weren't married at the time. She was, I was living in Montgomery, she was actually living in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. So I was obviously running up and down the road, coming to see her, traveling to work. So I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense to me spending this much money in gas and tires because I'm, you know, killing this car. Right. Let me go ahead and downsize. I'm gonna save money. I'm gonna take that money, put it away, mm -hmm. and then if that's gonna the money I can get from saving that. That's gonna allow me to go and buy another car that I want a couple years from now. Right. But I did it. The people were looking at me like, man, like man, you. You good? Like yeah, you know, I, say everything. I like, like you know, like I exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, but that was, but that was a personal decision I made, and I, right. I knew what was gonna come from it. Right. But I was past the point of trying to shine for others. Right. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm taking making grown man decisions, mm -hmm. and that was one of those moments where you know I could see right. that growth. separation and that growth just in myself. So right. you know, and that's one of the things where I say, you know, God can bless you, and yeah. the devil can bless you as yeah. well. So you have to be careful. And right. you know, if the blessing is only good. For you and nobody else is benefiting from it. Right. It doesn't come from God. Man, this this podcast is so needed, man. Just to hear a story like that, because I've been in that shoes, man. I, I've always, up until a certain point, bought stuff that I didn't need for the look. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's just who I was. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't apologize. I, I learned a lot from that era of my life, but I, I bought the big wheels and I bought the things. Uh, just for that look, but it was really hurting me in the long oh, run. Man, you know what I'm saying? And I had to stagger and get myself together. I fell behind because of that. Oh, wait, well, you, yeah. you're not alone. I tell people, I mean, the greatest teacher life is experience. Right. And trust me, I, mm -hmm. I was that person. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I, I remember before I got my first check when I started working out of college, and I knew I had a nice check cut. Right. It was my first pay. It was a nice check pay. It was probably ten thousand dollars at the time. Like right. Twenty. Twenty-two, twenty-two. That's ten thousand dollars. A lot of money. Right. Before I got that check, I had already bought some twenty-fours from Escalade. <laughs> I had already been to the jewelry store. So, <laughs> you know, mm. probably seven thousand dollars of that ten was gone before I had even got my check. I mean, it was gone just right. because there was things like it was my first time having money. I'm like, right. I'm, you know, if people look at me, they expect me to have. So I'm thinking I'm trying to keep up and, right. you know, keep the facade going and, right. you know, and, but these were just habits and self-inflicted wounds that right. I was creating for myself. And, you know, luckily, like I say, the same, just like you did, you know, I learned from those mistakes. Right. 
and just thank God that I learned early enough to where, you know, I could start making some adjustments and right. get back on track and doing things that are going to be more beneficial for me. Yeah, that, that's deep, man. Cause like I said, that's that's so important why we need this this podcast, man, just to hear them stories and you drop that knowledge on why we need to close the wealth gap. What is the wealth gap? Man, the wealth gap is really essentially what's holding us back as a community from mm-hmm. an educational standpoint, right. from a political standpoint, um, which all ties into elevating us as a community as a whole. Right. Um, and like I said, and wealth can be accumulated in a number of different ways. Like I right. said, it's, it's people becoming wealthy in real estate, people mm-hmm. becoming wealthy in the stock market, people becoming wealthy right. you know, as business owners and entrepreneurs. So, you know, it's not to say that one way is better than another. Right. Because all those things are needed. Attorneys are needed, doctors are needed, dentists are needed. We just need to own more of the businesses that are in those different areas. Right. You know, that's where, you know, we have to start saying, you know what, I'm comfortable. I'm going to take a step back mm-hmm. so my community can take three steps forward. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that being unselfish right. enough and somebody has to take the leap and say, okay, you know what, instead of me saying, you know what, this big company is going to pay me, you know, half a million dollars a year to come work for them and do right. a great job for them. But if I go independent and start my own company, I may make, you know, just say I'm making 300000 a year right. versus the half a million that they were going to pay me. Well, but you get to the point where now you own this company. So now you can hire under other young minorities, people that look like you, that come from where you come from, where right. they don't have to start off at the entry level paralegal like you did, making 50 a year. You can bring them in starting out at 150 That's right. So now we're elevating the starting point. Right. So until we can elevate the starting point for all of us, all of us are going to be held back because the greatest of us can still be hurt by the least of us. And that's how they look at us as a community. They, they look at our community as, you know, yeah, you got a few millionaires, you got a few, you know, entertainment athletes, but you don't see any other community being dictated by their entertainers. Right. And our community is led by entertainers. It's like, I feel bad for a lot of athletes because... In most cases, we're asking 24, 25-year-old athletes to be the conscious of our community. Right. And that's not fair. They're right. not equipped to be in that position. Most of the athletes have been specialized and trained and have a gift and talent to do that. Right. So to put that on them, to say, what well, you need to stand up. Well, you need to, you know what, you need to not go down and play basketball or play football and stand up for Black Lives Matter. I'm like, well, did you give up your job? Hmm. Like, we don't have to agree on everything, but we need to be moving together in the same direction. And right now, we have too many of us that have said, you know what? I'm going to take care of me and mine. Right. And I'm going to disregard you and yours. Right. And that has continued to separate our community, which is how they treat us. Right. They say, look, well, no, Will, you're good. You're yeah. okay. You know, you live in a nice house and a nice neighborhood. And, you know, you're a good guy. Right. But I have cousins. Right. I have friends. I have people that I grew up with. Right. I want everybody to be elevated because, you know, I want our community as a whole to get to the point where now I can look around and... My sons can go and travel and be and not be scared to walk outside the neighborhood. That's right. You know, I think about things like this now where, you know, I won't let my sons go outside and, mm-hmm. you know, right now because of the climate and, you know, play with toy guns. Right. Because of things that we've seen happen all over the country where, you know, a neighbor somewhere down the street that right. doesn't look like them and is saying, hey, you know, we see kids out running around and do like that. One of them had a gun and, right. you know, and all of a sudden you're on the news. Right. You know, so we have to elevate that we can now have legitimate, well off black communities. Right. And I feel like we're missing that. You know, when I was growing up, we still had nice, right. you know, black communities. Now, we don't have those, those communities don't exist all around the country the way they used to. So, right. and that's even, where that middle class is. Even the desire to be in those communities, 
we, we don't want to be around ourselves sometimes. So I, I believe in, in just, if, if we're going to close the wealth gap, we got to close this mindset that we have too. Man, it's, you know what, it boils down to trust. Mm. You know, yeah. trust is the biggest thing right. holding us back from closing the wealth gap. Mm. Because we have all these great athletes, entertainers, right. HBCUs, mm. mega churches, but how many of them ain't black? How many of them have, and proud of How many of them bank with, you know, like it's or invest with black financial advisor firms? Not black advisors that work for white firms. Right. I'm talking about black owned right. firms. Mm -hmm. How many of them employ the African American, mm -hmm. you know, law firm, mm -hmm. the African American CPA firm? Right. So if the people of us, the ones of us that have have been blessed right. and have been put in a position where we can do more, right. if we start showing the rest of us mm -hmm that we trust each other, right. then that rises. Right. But until then, Real. you know, we can't close the, so to close the wealth gap, we gotta close the trust gap. Right. You know, you gotta be able to look at another black man and believe that he has your best interest at heart and believe that he can do the job just as good, if not better yeah. than mm -hmm. those counterparts. Because if you ask us all individually, do you think you're better than what you do? Then someone that doesn't look like you say, definitely, I believe I'm the best. Right. And I think all of us will say that in whatever profession we're in. We don't right. think, none of us think that someone else is better at doing their job than we are. Right. But we don't translate that to the next person. Mm. You know, it's crazy. Like, was a black dentist, a black doctor, black attorney. We say, well, you know, I believe I'm the best attorney, black dentist, black, best black doctor. But mm. is your CPA black? Is your financial advisor black? Right. So you're talking it right. for yourself. Right. For your own selfish game. Right. But are you actually putting that into action because your kids are looking at you? Right. So I want my sons to see a man that's, you know, that's building something that's bigger than themselves. Right. You know, I have, you know, three sons. So what I'm doing is, you know, I can't just be a, speak about it. I got to be about it. I want to create generational wealth, not just right. for you, but I'm trying to build it for myself and my family as well. That's right. I want them to see, you know, you know, the reflection of them. Mm -hmm. And I think the more we can start to see, you know, that same reflection in the mirror. Right. You know, and start to trust each other more, start to care about each other more, you know, to pour into each other's business more. I think we'll be okay because our issue is not someone else helping us. Mm. You know, we talk about, like, you see it all the time, statistics on, you know, there's a trillion dollars a year spent by African Americans. Right. That's most in a lot of small countries around the world. Right. But how much of that is going back into the companies owned by us? So if I don't worry about if people that don't look like me do business with me, mm. I just need the people that look like me to do business with me. Gotcha. And that's the biggest thing. If the people that if the people that look like us work with us, we don't need anything from anybody else. That's right. Because it's more than enough money to go around we in every area in fashion. Anyway. So it's just going into companies and building them. And we get mad when they go hire their niece, their nephew, their cousin, and we're passed over for jobs and right. promotions and things, but we're enabling that. Right. You know, the power of the dollar is the most powerful thing that we have. Right. If, if you're looking for that real wealth, that real wealth talk man closing the gap this this is the podcast to be on this is the podcast to watch man will man you keep it 1000 like that that was real like if if you are serious about your money and your investing and your future like you are the person man that's gonna keep it 1000 you didn't sugarcoat it you didn't you didn't bring no fluff to the game you're professional but at the same time you've been you come from where we come from i believe you tell the it's truth real. to shame the devil that's right and i live by that